Pod Moth. Today, we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. So today is going to be a little different than usual, mostly because we aren't really honoring any specific mustachioed actor today. No, we are just honoring the various mustaches in 1988's Thunder of Gigantic Serpent. Not because every single mustache is so good, but because I don't have any idea who most of these people are. <laughs> so, you know, and in fact, the star of this movie sort of just disappeared off the face of the earth in real life and i'm sure we will touch on that a little bit later we haven't had a monster movie since the man who killed hitler and then the bigfoot and we've never had a kaiju movie because i'm you know sorry to say just not really into kaiju movies but maybe i should embrace them more maybe i should give them more of a chance uh, maybe this isn't the best way to start but either way we are covering uh one from the famous director godfrey ho and this is the only kaiju movie he ever made sometimes he is referred to as the ed wood of hong kong cinema uh so this guy managed to make a movie that makes me feel kind of like i'm in a fever dream and I think that's a good thing. Anyway, let's grab our pet snakes, teach them how to communicate, and put them in a magic plastic box and make them grow and get this show on the road. Now play that shit theme song. It's the Mustachio Podcast. We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. Navigating the legendary hairy upper lips. It's the Mustachio Podcast. Alright, so this is the Mustachio Podcast, yo, and I am your host, Daniel Segura. And we are bringing somebody on that I have wanted on the show for months now. Like, months. And honestly, I'm glad that she got to get warmed up on some of the other little bit shows that, that we talk about. Like, you know, the bloody bits. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've never heard you mention that. <laughs> you know, I think you've already, you've been on the the grind bin what three times already or something three times now yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i she was getting busy i was honestly worried i wasn't going to get it to get her on the show because she is fire and i i didn't know if i'd be able to get in her schedule but we made it work you know it's it's here and we're talking about the thunder of gigantic ser serpent <laughs> candace <laughs> welcome to the show Thank you. This is great. I've been wanting to be on this show. It's one of the reasons I got a mic so I could be on podcasts is because of the podcast you. Oh, oh, thank you. That's nice. I uh I know I think I know when when we first met, maybe I had a few episodes under my belt, but I was still just sort of getting going. Yeah, cuz I think the first one I listened to was the uh the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Oh yeah. Because yeah. then we played Sea of Thieves, and <laughs> I was like, well, you got this wrong in the movie. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I always appreciate that. I, I, it helps me learn. I'm going to miss things. And that was a great episode, though, by the way. And it's kind of ironic that I are interesting that I happened to mention that in the cold open. So this it's fitting that it we is. discuss this movie. It's come full circle. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, this specific movie was recommended by somebody, and I apologize, whoever this was. I don't remember. It was a while <laughs> back. I have been better about writing down who is recommending movies. The list is starting to grow, 
and this was a little bit earlier on maybe like four or five months ago and they told me about this movie they said there's tons of mustaches in there you got to find one in there that you like and <laughs> i i sort of put it on the list and i saw the trailer and it was so awesome and it was time for me and you to decide on what movie to cover and i sent you that trailer and I feel like that was it. We were both kind of sold on it. <laughs> we were pumped. I watched that trailer and I was like, this isn't a real movie. I was like, this is one of those like fan-made things where they try to make it look like it's an old movie trailer, you know? Oh, yeah. I was like, he's he's pulling my leg. And then I looked it up and I was like, I'll be damned. That is a real movie. <laughs> it's insane. I, I And they did a great job packaging this trailer. It really makes the movie look good. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, after watching the movie, I was like, that is not the trailer I watched. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely, like, the profile looked good on Bumble, and then you met him, and, eh, <laughs> it was all right, but uh, just not quite what you were expecting. But, just to start from the beginning, um, Thunder of Gigantic Serpent is a 1988 reworking of the 1984 Taiwanese uh, monster movie, King of Snake. I don't know if you know uh, Taiwanese, but I think it's Daisy nope. Wong. Or <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I tried doing a little research myself on the background, and I'm like, there's not much there. There's not a lot there. Um, honestly, I think what really captures the mystery of this movie well for one thing the version that we me and candace saw was actually originally it was in mandarin but then uh, the the virgin the virgin the version <laughs> the we version saw. we watched <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see any virgins y'all don't worry you don't know yeah <laughs> they could well, have it, all been virgins well except for the parents i guess but. <laughs> yeah, a little girl with a serpent maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we saw was dubbed in English with Greek subtitles, apparently. That was Greek? Oh, I was like, that is was that Greek. Russian? <laughs> yeah. That was, I don't know. I got to make the joke. It's all Greek to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it could not be more true in this situation. <laughs> and the mystery of this whole thing is um, Pierre Kirby, who is, I guess, the he's the big seller of this movie, um, even though he doesn't come in until like minute 26 or something. He's in a completely different movie. <laughs> Could you could, tell me your opinion when when you saw this movie? Could you really tell, like, pretty much within your first watch, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's the new stuff, that's the old stuff? Yeah, I could tell that this was multiple movies spliced in together because there are characters that are never on the screen together at the same time, and they never <laughs> mention things that are happening in other parts of the movie, and I'm like, this is two separate movies. It's so interesting. It feels like what someone would do on YouTube now. Um, this guy was doing it in real yeah. life <laughs> for theatrical movies, which is insane to me. I can see why he's seen as this sort of, um, you know, kind of gets it done, even though it's riddled with poor dubbing and bad <laughs> special <laughs> yeah. effects and continuity issues. <laughs> yeah. um, he does, but you could feel like he cared about trying to tell a story. Um, I well, he's trying. He was trying. He was trying to tell a story, and I don't know if he actually shot any of the footage in it, or maybe, because it said when I was reading about him, it said that he would acquire films and old TV oh. shows, and then just splice them in together to make movies, so I don't know if any of this was actually, like, something he shot. So he's more like an editor. <laughs> yeah, really basically, editor. Yeah. So what is your history with kaiju films? Are you into those? I do, now. Um, I always liked the idea of kaiju movies, but until, like, modern special effects, I didn't, couldn't really get into them. 
you know, with like the rubber yeah. suits and stuff. I always thought they were just too hokey and I couldn't really get into them. But probably starting with Cloverfield was the first giant monster movie that I was like, I am fucking on board. That was awesome. Oh, hell yeah. And then my uh, my kids and myself now with Godzilla vs. Kong coming out, my son has broken down that trailer so many times. <laughs> he like walks in and he's showing me these videos and he's showing me the trailer and he's like, if you stop right here and you look at this part, I think this shows where Mecha Godzilla is. He's already, I think skull crawlers are in this. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Holy shit, he's doing like a breakdown like they do <laughs> in, on YouTube. So yeah. Get, oh, you need to get a camera. Like uh, <laughs> as soon as he's ready, just just get that kid ready, and uh, <laughs> you will be getting some YouTube money. <laughs> oh yeah, exploit my children. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean wait, that's um, you know my dad always told me it was to get him beer, but I think if it was now he'd be like it's to get you on YouTube, kid, you know? <laughs> and get me a beer. Uh, but yes, I don't have a lot of history as well. Um, with I mean, I've had it's weird. I seem to attract humans that really like wrestling and really like kaiju movies because I have friends that are into both. Not me. I feel like they kind of go together. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just God bless everyone who likes wrestling, and I have tried. I have tried to get into it, but I think it's so stupid. <laughs> oh shit! I know. I'm really pissing some people off that we know personally right now. Yeah, bringing in them hot takes on the podcast. <laughs> well, this is a free, you know, this you just feel free to bash stuff on this show. That's, <laughs> you know, Tim comes on here and he says the P word over and over again. And the least you can do is diss wrestling. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's only fair. He's always talking about, you know, dicks and pussies for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shoehorns it in there somehow. <laughs> Yeah, everything's. Uh, I, we were on a mini bin um, just the other day, and Tim was just making uh, blowjob jokes over and over again, <laughs> and how he would never want to blow a guy. And it was like, stop! Are you okay. sure you don't want to? Because you keep bringing you it keep up. You keep talking right? about it. I mean, I don't know. You're sending mixed messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were really giving him shit. It was it was really funny. Um, but yes, this. Uh, being able to watch this movie for the first time um i didn't know what to expect but just from the vibe of it and from the trailer i knew it was going to be kind of cheesy i knew it was going to be very random and it wasn't going to have the greatest special effects so at least i was coming in with that mentality already yeah um but i just didn't expect it to be as cut up i was so sh i was like where is that guy who is like the Pierre guy? Who is the 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 big star? That's like Keanu. Could you imagine a Keanu Reeves movie and you don't see that son of a bitch until twenty seven minutes? It, it, I would be so confused. I would be like, what the hell's going on? Oh yeah, I've watched movies like that before. I'm like the person's on the on the cover or the poster, like front and center. Their name gets first billing, and they're in like five minutes of it. <laughs> yes. Oh, I hate that. Um, but this guy must have been a pretty popular um at least you know with when it came to these films i think he was only active a couple of years did you did you read up on this cat at all no i didn't what um what did you uh find did you find any secret secret things about this movie Maybe no i really didn't i just uh <laughs> i mean you've pretty much covered all that i could find is it filmed in hong kong i mean filmed like i said sort i'm of. not sure how much of this is actually filmed anywhere <laughs> except for taiwan and, uh, I mean, it's a cut-and-paste edit of the Taiwanese film King of Snake. 
So. King of Snake, <laughs> yeah. coming at your ass. Yes, I uh, I did. S- the one thing I found um, with, and it did have sources, um, so I feel like it's a little bit more um, concrete. I did find a post um, on Reddit from a easy, I think it's Easy Tiger. and <laughs> Easy Tiger. <laughs> there you go. It's by the way he wanted us to say it. <laughs> And he had a post that said, who was Pierre Kirby and what happened to him? <laughs> so <laughs> this guy is the one guy in the whole world that is like, hey, what happened to that guy that was in movies for like two years? And he's, <laughs> he's gone now. Man, that's the beauty of the internet. You're going to find someone who's super into something just extremely obscure that literally no one else cares about. <laughs> and they're going to know everything about it. So this guy talks about Pierre Kirby. And how he just suddenly disappeared off the face of the earth after two years of being an actor. Nobody found him. He was apparently, he was a British guy, and he was into sailing and would also do favors for other people in the area where he was. I guess he was living in in Hong Kong, possibly, and he was doing a lot of, like, like you know... Um, moving yachts around and picking up people basically because he was a good sailor they would use him for that he would make that kind he would make his money in between films doing that stuff and apparently there's not a whole bunch of evidence but there is evidence that he was dropping off a um huge um luxury i just said the word and i already forgot what it's called but you know the fancy boat a yacht there you go thank you (laughs) (laughs) he was dropping off a fancy boat which is also a yacht (laughs) fancy boat (laughs) (laughs) oh got myself a fancy boat today and he they think that pirates took over the ship and threw him off oh my into the ocean and that is how we lost the great holy shit i was not expecting pirates to be part of this story i I thought he was going to be like lost at sea or something i didn't know pirates were going to be involved and apparently this occurred in the philippines uh when this happened and there are official reports to it, but I don't think his body was ever found. So that's why it's still kind of up in the air exactly what may have happened. Well, um, yeah. what are the chances of them actually finding his body if he's cast off in the middle of the ocean? Yeah, and he's not like he was so famous that they were going to like... Scour um, every inch of the surface trying to find him. Exactly, exactly. And then the fact that they think Pierre Kirby was actually a pseudonym. And so he may not have ha- even used that name. So if he was still around and just for some reason maybe things got too heavy with the pirates and he was like, you know what, I'm going to change my name and get out of here, we would never, it would be harder to find him. Yeah. So Pierre Kirby, if you're out there and you're listening to this episode, <laughs> you're in your yacht and you have all those ladies around you, give us a holler. You know, you just want to make sure you're breathing. You know, we just want to make sure you're still doing uh, the karate stuff and, you know, looking good with that <laughs> hey, beret. Hey, he had some great kicks, roundhouse kicks. Oh, yeah, he's definitely, yeah, he's legit. Um, At first, I thought he was just going to be kind of just a face, but then he started doing moves, and I was like, oh, no, this guy's actually, like, a trained martial artist. Yeah, he he surprised me with his uh, physical prowess. So, um, if you want to get into this, we can start getting into uh, looking a little bit more into this film, if you would, uh, if you're into it. All right. I will say, first of all, I like the me. I like the music in the beginning. I, think I it's, did it's, too. It's like the credits were just old stock art of reptiles. <laughs> Look like it looked like middle school little. <laughs> posters. It did. <laughs> it's so. like you know those old uh, those old science books from like the fifties and stuff. 
this is what dinosaurs look like (laughs) that's what it reminded me of but the the music was pretty banging yes uh and i and i did i think i saw a comment or something on on the because i was looking through the youtube comments which there aren't too many because i don't think many people seek this (laughs) um seek this out but they they mentioned that there was at least one track that was taken from a godzilla film they when i was reading about it on imdb the uh uh, trivia. It said that there was like some music from Reanimator, like the main music from Reanimator, oh, but wow. I didn't recognize it. They said it was used like three times in the movie, but I m- missed that part if that was hmm. the case. Must have been while Ting Ting was yelling in my fucking ear. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that thing's name is. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, yes. Um, we do, we, we will meet Ting Ting very soon, um, <laughs> but let's just say that. There's a scene where a bunch of fucking, I guess, snakes are coming off of a cliff. What is that? Yeah, I, you know, it was so dark. I had a really hard time making out. It looked like there was just snakes pouring out of a mudslide. Yes. And, and there I thought, just, just tons of them. They were just pouring out of this mudslide. And I'm like, okay. So I think what the movie is trying to tell us is there was a big storm. A bunch of little snakes, like baby snakes, poured out into this mm. mudslide. And I guess... We just are missing the scene, but I guess Ting Ting found one of those yeah, when I we guess, got to yeah. the house. Because we are eventually, um, we we first we meet the big the big bad, which uh, we see these two guys and they look like two of the same generic kind of dad. Yeah, I mean they're just me. they're just white guys. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're pretty nondescript. Yeah, and like just, to show how menacing they are, they are they're like shooting cans off of a off of the fence and it's like oh oh no (laughs) oh shit these guys know these guys mean business and then they said something about a formula in the in the the main bad guy uh solomon he's like he's like with this formula i can rule the world but by this point the his henchmen's already walked away (laughs) and he's just He's just staring off in the distance going, I will rule the world. <laughs> I'm like, I will who say the that hell is he talking to? <laughs> Solomon is a classic dreamer. Like he is one of those. He gets so <laughs> into his whole thing that he will just talk about it and look out in the sky and just look out into the, the abyss and talk about himself. <laughs> yeah. It is amazing. And yes, he says that he's going to send out uh, a guy named Billy and his men to go get this formula. And we never see him and Billy ever actually interact, but other than, no. I guess, like, some fake phone calls or something, but that's what Billy's going to have to go do. Because you have the white cast, which is a completely different movie. Yes. That's the martial arts movie. And then you have the Asian cast, which is the kaiju film. <laughs> and yeah. they're just intercut with each other. Yes, it did kind of... And I think that's why this movie... It, it's so close to some some greatness there if they could have woven in more like to say if the kaiju parts of it had a little bit more fighting in it instead of just talking all the time yeah they talked a lot yeah and those oh man those voice actors that were doing the dubbing <laughs> dear god we're gonna run into some <laughs> some fun moments there <laughs> jesus christ uh and uh well first of all let's just mention that we do meet ting ting um she's this little girl who i guess is what what do you think you're a mom you know kids i mean she's probably like nine or ten years old i would (laughs) say (laughs) she has this pet snake and she's trying to think of a name she first she wants to call it blackie which (laughs) we we can't do that ting ting (laughs) ting ting come on ting ting you know better then she (laughs) she then she was like how about fluffy no that's not you and i always said that if i had a pet snake i'd name it fluffy because it oh, would shit. be an ironic name, you know? 
<laughs> then she goes to Charlie, which makes Charlie. Sense. <laughs> Human names for animals. Hey, I get it. Some people do that. But, uh, you know, this is your opportunity to have some fun. You know, think of something silly. But she she doesn't land on Charlie. She decides to call the snake. Um, it's it changes throughout the movie, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna just call it whatever the fuck I want throughout the movie as well. I thought she, like at first Marfleth? I thought she said muffin, <laughs> but then as the movie went on, it was like mylar. <laughs> mylar. I don't know what it was. She's on Marflip. Um, and it's weird. So this is the first time I noticed that the snake actually nods and it shakes does. its head which okay so i know quite a bit about snakes dope <laughs> we're about to have fun facts with candace <laughs> <laughs> and uh my undergraduate research project was on copperheads in college i know quite a bit about snakes and snakes are deaf <laughs> they can't hear sounds <laughs> So this whole time, especially when she's, like, screaming the snake's name, I'm like, it can't fucking hear you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it would have to either be some sort of sign or she would have to be using some sort of weird sonic vibration. I, I, I was I was like, is she does she have, like, a psychic connection with it or something? I mean, Ooh, she might. Yeah. See, that would make more sense. This is why I think it's so weird that they started it here, because it would have made more sense of after um, the experiment part that it gained that telepathic connection or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that it's happening so early in the movie, I just was, okay, I guess they're just trying to make us feel, like, warm about this snake. I. (laughs) That's all I could think of. And then, yeah, she's making a bow for it, and she's like, do you like that muffin? And the, <laughs> the voice is clearly like a dude <laughs> trying to do a little girl voice. <laughs> yeah, yes. Like that. <laughs> it is so... And you know, unfortunately, everybody, she has the worst voice in the movie, and I think the most lines, possibly. Um, or at least it felt that way, because every time she spoke, it hurt. Um, especially yeah. as we get toward the end of the film. Um, but oh, then the, we go... Well, oh, go ahead. I was going to mention one more thing about the snake. Yeah. So the snake, like, lifts up its head and, like, nods because it's agreeing with her. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, like, this is a rubber snake that someone has a wire oh, yeah. on. And they're just like, do-do-do. <laughs> yes. This is a one-string marionette snake. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of work into that uh, kind of puppeteering. Uh, and uh, honestly, as the snake changes over time, not a lot of work either, I don't think. <laughs> no. So she goes to dinner, and she, we meet her family, which is the most, like, cliche family you can think of in a movie. And she doesn't want to eat because what she really wants to do is get some food for the snake. So she goes and steals a little, was it ostrich eggs? Or, no, not <laughs> Jesus Christ, not ostrich eggs. <laughs> oh, wait, those are, like, super big. Yeah. <laughs> was, no, 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 uh, ferret? Well, no, they said it was ferret. <laughs> No, they said it was quail eggs. Because at oh. first I was like, are those duck eggs? Because they're, they're like the little uh, Easter candy eggs, you know? <laughs> they're like yeah. the size of like your thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, I love those. Those are so good. Um, <laughs> the Whopper ones? Oh, so <laughs> yeah, those ostrich eggs. I don't know why I said quail. I don't know why I said ferret. I meant quail. <laughs> I swear. Okay. All right. Sure you did. <laughs> so she is like the shittiest at trying to 
pretend like she's just walking to her room like she looks as suspicious oh as my fuck. god she she yeah she's because kids you know they think they're slick <laughs> they yes. think they're pulling one over on parents it reminded <laughs> me of when my son <laughs> i'm sorry i keep mentioning my kids but there's a kid in the movie so it reminded me of them oh yeah but uh i walked like i just walked into my son's room just to tell him to get ready because we're getting ready to leave and i just opened the door and he goes nothing and like Jesus. i hadn't said anything <laughs> and he was just sitting on the floor in the middle of his room there's nothing around him <laughs> i was like holy shit <laughs> i was like what the hell was he doing <laughs> candace i hate to tell you but oh, there, no, was, no. <laughs> there was a ghost touching your kid <laughs> It would have been real freaky if I walked in and he was holding a doll, like, and it was suspended out and then just dropped when I walked in. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Call Ghost Hunters. <laughs> so, uh, the girl looks for Mud Slap or whatever his name is. And <laughs> slap. She finds a bucket for it and, like, uh, gives it the eggs. The mom comes in all suspicious like. She's not trusting what's going on. I wouldn't either if my kid was acting like that. <laughs> <laughs> and unlike how you would react, she reacts as a complete opposite because she is obviously terrified of snakes, freaks the fuck out. And the dad and the kid just ride her ass about oh, it. shit, <laughs> they fucking burn her for being <laughs> such a little bitch about this snake. The dad, the dad calls her a coward. He yes. says, what a coward. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> because what happens is, in the middle of her calling the dad, of the mom calling the dad, Ting Ting puts in a toy snake and throws the real snake under her blanket so when the mom comes back with the dad the dad picks up a toy snake and is like you stupid coward you're afraid of a fucking toy <laughs> what a fucking dumbass <laughs> this is why i'm in charge bitch now go make some dessert so <laughs> i was laughing at that and then now we get to the all sciencey stuff we were at a lab a secret uh, facility where we get to see our first mustache from a guy in a red beret. We're going to see a lot of red berets in this movie, by the way. Oh yeah, they're they're everywhere. They look good in them. I, the, I think everyone looks good. It's the red beret brigade. There you oh, go. Just just to back it up a second yeah. to the the fake snake. I pulled a prank when I grew grew up in North Carolina. I hated my neighbor. I mean, I fucking hated her. She was this old woman, and uh, I called her VD for venereal disease because I just really hated her. Oh, shit. So I pulled pranks on her and I put a, like a rubber snake in her, like right next to her front door and she came outside and she started screaming and she <laughs> ran over to my parents' house and, you know, she's slamming on the door and stuff and my stepdad comes out and she's like, there's a, there's a snake, there's a snake. So he goes over and he sees it's a, my rubber snake so he picks it up and he starts jerking his arm like it's, and he's like, oh, shit, it's a live one. <laughs> oh, shit. And he takes it off and pretends to get rid of it. <laughs> oh, I also, you're that girl. <laughs> I also, she would all, she was, God, I hated her. She was disgusting. She uh, would eat pork rinds while she was driving. Oh, and so I put a dog turd inside of her pork rinds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, when I don't like someone, I let them know. <laughs> Jesus, just corrupt the whole bag. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, I waited and waited and waited for her to come over and start complaining about it, but I never heard anything. And I'm like, the <laughs> and it was like a little chihuahua turd, like a little small one. I'm like, was she just stuffing her face with pork rinds and ate a dog turd and didn't realize she, it? I guarantee you that's what happened. <laughs> it probably got kind of covered in whatever seasoning or saltiness that's oh. in the bag. <laughs> 
a season seasoned salt dog turd. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you put enough season in on anything, you'd, you'd be able to knock it down. Oh. Sure. That's hilarious. My God, I would be so pissed. That is one thing I haven't done is eat shit yet. I <laughs> Literally. I said, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we get to the lab. We get all the lab shit. We find out that um, one of the scientists, his name is Doctor T, uh, is working with this military. Uh, with the, I guess with the military on this special project, but the doctor that actually came up with this uh, formula apparently, his name's Doctor Lee, didn't know about this whole thing going on. So he's pissed off that there's a special program, and he realizes quick, like he quickly just sort of gives us what's happening in the movie. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna use this for biological warfare. You're gonna make a big old monster." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's weird when you get funding from the military. But did you think this was gonna be a humanitarian mission? <laughs> like... No shit. <laughs> And he goes, and so we never see that guy again because he's like, you know what? I'm out of this. Screw this. I'm out of the movie. He he pieced out of that movie. (laughs) Never saw him again. (laughs) Got in his trailer, took off his stupid clothes, and fucking went home. Yeah, the the, the other chick, the one that comes in later in the movie, Lynn, she's like, don't be that way, Dr. T. Yes. (laughs) Because for some reason they have British accents that come and go. (laughs) Yes, I did notice that. I I did. It was so weird. I think even with uh, Pierre, he... He sometimes he sounds kind of Americanish, and then sometimes he sounds British, uh, which is his actual. And I don't even know if he actually did his own voice, uh, his own dub. I doubt I mean, it. I don't. I doubt it too. So, uh, so yeah, we find out that this this project is called Thunder Project, and the scientists go into the lab after they get the okay from the military to go ahead and do some testing on animals, and we get a big old frog. Well, it's actually a regular sized frog. But they do some bleeps and bloops and some blops and bloops, and they put them in a big old plastic case. And apparently, this I kept thinking formula. They're gonna definitely sh- like shoot a syringe in this frog. Yeah, they keep saying the word formula, and then they just like shoot it with electricity. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know, to make an adult animal super sized, you have to give it growth hormones, and I don't think electricity does that. <laughs> no, it will fry the inside of them for sure. <laughs> They'll blow up all right. It's not the way you want them to. If you plan on eating that frog, it might be a good idea to just throw some lightning at it. But uh, <laughs> Throw some lightning at it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's really weird. And we don't ever and, – and we are watching this on YouTube because I couldn't find it anywhere else to watch this. And also, it's it's a decent resolution considering the movie. But It's not the worst I've seen. It's not the worst. But they never show a close-up of how this thing works. You just see kind of lights go off inside it and the lightnings, and they hit the lightning bolts, hit the frog, it grows. And it's really fun because it's an, it's kind of like a, um, what do you call it, like a practical effect where now they're using a big old puppet frog. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Rrrr. Yeah, it's interesting. I was really hoping the frog could like would talk or do something cool. But no, it just sits there. It's like, I'm still a frog and just. Big. I'm just real big. Yeah, I'm real big and I'm fucking hungry. So they're off happy. Doctor T, what if like, what if Mister T got a doctorate? <laughs> <laughs> I pity the fool to get a doctorate. I pity the frog. <laughs> I pity the frog. <laughs> Doctor T is hype. Everything's exciting. But then all of a sudden, oh shit! You knew it was coming. We have Solomon's uh, uh, guys, apparently, in this movie, coming through the facility, racing down. They shoot a bunch of guys that are the security dudes at the gate. They rush in. They shoot a bunch of other Red Beret dudes. By the way, we're getting a bunch of mustaches in here. Just oh, tons. yeah. This is this is the point where I was like, there you go. 
There yeah. you go, Daniel. There's your stashes. And I, uh, at the time of this recording, I'm not sure when this is coming up, but the time of this recording, I just released uh, Karate Kid 3, and um, uh, uh, Pat Morita was the first Asian American that I, I actually had with a mustache, and I was like, dang, I should have had more. Well, we're going to get ourselves a lot of Asian mustaches. <laughs> We are making up for the for the the lack there of of mustaches. I can't speak, so <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's not like anyone that listens to this show doesn't already know that I don't well, know how to talk. Plus, it's not like the people who do the voice acting in this movie's doing any better. Oh, yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> they make me sound eloquent and articulate. <laughs> yeah. So they shooting everybody, and Doctor T is like, "Holy shit! Like we're getting." attacked we need to get the hell out of here he tells the assistants to grab a bunch of their stuff and i gotta admit when i saw them run out of the facility and i saw the big old the custom bag that they have for the box yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was like what the fuck i thought the frog was in there did you think the frog was yeah in there? i i did too because it's completely covered yeah. so you don't see inside of it i just assumed that they zipped it up with the frog in there and were taken too. off with it what did they do with this poor frog? I don't know, because you don't see that frog again. <laughs> it did kind of hit me later in the movie. I was like, where's that fucking frog? <laughs> He's like, you've made me a monster. <laughs> he killed himself off screen. <laughs> <laughs> jumped to his death. I w- it would have been so dumb if they just threw him at one of the red, uh, one of the guys, the, the terrorists that are coming through. <laughs> and it, like, bites off his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so epic. But no... We uh, eventually, they, they, the, the guys, the terrorists, they're going after the scientists. They kill a bunch of them, the, except for two. The uh, the guards that are getting shot, like, they're on a roof. And, of oh, course, yeah. it's like a video game. When you shoot someone next to a roof, what's going to happen? They're going to fall off that oh, roof. Yeah. But these people are front flipping off of the roof <laughs> when they get shot. And, they're like, when you get shot, you imagine that you would either collapse where you are or go backwards. They're moving forwards. They're moving into the bullets. <laughs> and some of them are striking ballet poses when they fall. I'm going out gracefully. They're, they're like pirouetting when they get shot. Dude, I need to go back and see that. I didn't even notice they were doing <laughs> yeah. that. Damn it. I was like, oh, no. That's what I get for watching on my laptop. I should have thrown it on the big screen. I'd Plus, I like how these it. scientists were like trying to... Uh, they were like trying to hide in the like a wooded area, and yeah. they have these bright white lab coats on. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's, that's a top notch job. <laughs> They're like, well, you know, no matter what, we need people to know that we ha- we are doctors. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> they throw that that uh, they throw that box, which I thought still had the frog in it, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, Froggy's dead because yeah, they <laughs> kill mustachioed Mr. T. Goodbye, mus- mustache Mr. T. And they leave uh, Lynn because. The, the one of the terrorists stops the other dude from shooting her and he's like no 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 don't kill her she works for solomon or some shit like that like he basically says he she's basically with us don't kill her she mm-hmm. goes into a car there's a very chill car chase i think they're going about 35 well like she this soldier has been escorting her the whole time and he's like get in the car get in the car and she gets in there and he's shooting the bad guys to keep them at bay, and she fucking takes off. <laughs> like, she leaves oh, his right. ass they there. They show him get killed, so he literally probably got, you know, he was on an island and just got destroyed. <laughs> yeah. This poor guy. Uh, she Yeah, she gets in the car. She notices, she sees that there's a moment where she can 
throw the box. She throws the box out, and then she dives out of the fucking car. The car goes off the cliff. It explodes like a son of a bitch. Oh, man, does it explode. And it, it lingers on that shot for a long time. Yes. Uh, well, you know, it was probably expensive. <laughs> they were yeah, like, they're Let's from, get what we can. This is where all of our budget went right here. Let's make it count. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and y'all are about to find out what happens next after these messages. Hello, and welcome to Boozed Podcast, where we get supernatural and shit-faced. I'm your host, Camille Monet, and I invite you to join me and my guest every other Thursday for Spirited Stories. We look at each other and we go, did that just happen? And then her hand, she saw the sucker, it fell over, and then it stood back up. And then the gate closed. Lush lore. And as it turns out, Maria, in a former life, was an evil witch. Oh. <laughs> and intoxicating inquiries. I mean, I know some hogs can be really freaking big. They can. They can be huge. They're and huge. They'll eat you. So, I mean. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Pigs will eat you. Pour a drink, warm up the Ouija board, and prepare to get three ghost sheets to the wind you can summon a new episode every other thursday on apple podcast stitcher spotify or wherever you get your podcast thank you for listening and don't forget get boozed <laughs> all right i hope you enjoyed that message because <laughs> <laughs> I, I always forget i gotta put them in there you know so anyway, so the boss finds out solomon finds out that they lost the formula and he's all pissed off he doesn't want to go get it himself because it's impossible since he's in a different movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I do it myself, but I'm on another physical realm. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it, man. I, I want to. Uh, so he says, Billy hasn't come up with it or it's going to be his ass. Or he's going to kill him. So we cut to some... Uh, Young Asian children, I guess. I've never heard of these types of... Um, I didn't know what this was. I was like, are they... They look like they're riding rollerblades, but they're using ski poles to pull themselves forward. Yes. But like giant rollerblades. Uh, yeah, the blades are almost like... Uh, I, I saw a good look at them the second time we see them, and it almost looks like a tr like tracks. Like, you know, like on a construction truck. Um, huh. Like, that's what I thought I saw. Maybe I was not seeing it right. I got to look back at it. But it almost looked like a bunch of little, um, like, little tracks. And they're going down. They're going down. A, a, they're rugged enough to be able to go down a hill, like, Yeah, because they're, they're, yeah, they're not on pavement. They're, like, going across a field. Yeah. And uh, she sucks. She falls. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she's a girl. Because <laughs> she's a girl. And this asshole kid makes fun of her. Uh, I hate this kid. I, I was kind of hoping, you know. This little Maybe. girl looks like a Muppet because her, her sweater, did you notice how fuzzy it was? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. The static was strong that day. <laughs> that thing, because I know that was a big thing in the 80s, like those weird fuzzy sweaters are very soft. They are very um, soft, yeah. But very soft. But. They're also static, like a bitch. Yes, you pay the price big time and you look like a weird furball thing. <laughs> Uh, but you know, she pulls it off. She looks okay, and uh, yeah, she, she's she a falls. cute little girl. Yeah, yeah, she's a kid. And uh, the 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 asshole chubby kids uh, says some shit like, "You suck," and uh, we're gonna go to the clubhouse, and you can't come because you have different genitalia than me. I don't think that's exactly what he says. <laughs> <laughs> just summing it up. And, and, uh, <laughs> so the girl is sad. You haven't any. <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> Your reproductive organs are inside of you, and that's gross. 
if I kicked you in the crotch, you'd be okay for the most part. Yeah, it still hurts. It hurts. No, I know. I know. But that's what a little boy would think. That's true. So, uh, so, she, so she's sad. And she runs into the big plastic box. This is when I found out, by the way, that the frog was not fucking in there. I was super <laughs> bummed. I know. And then she goes, she just comes across this giant bag that's opaque. You cannot, it's like beige colored. You can't see inside of it. And she opens it. And I'm like, I've watched enough cr- true crime shows. I'm not opening no goddamn bag mm-hmm. I find in the middle of nowhere. You're about to get traumatized for life. <laughs> <laughs> I like your line of thinking there, Kat. That's a good idea. It's, Don't yeah, it's open like, the bag. If I see like a bag on the side of the road or something, I'm like, mm-mm. I'm, like, I'm not yeah. opening that. There's probably a body in there. <laughs> yeah, I'd go by how many flies are on it. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and uh, so she goes and she decides to, to make it the new home for Mazda. And I thought, you know what would have been dope? <laughs> Mazda. <laughs> I started calling it Mazda, too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what would have been dope is if the frog was in there. She's like, oh, cool. I got a new friend for my snake. And then, like, the snake ate it or something. Or <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, I thought, I thought at first, like, it was just really small. Like, maybe it runs out of juice after a while. And then it'll, like, shrink back to normal oh. size. And I was like, well, maybe the snake ate it. But then I start thinking about it, and I'm like, no, that thing just wasn't fucking in there. <laughs> nope, it's just gone. They they bur- put that thing in, I mean, the frog in the incinerator, <laughs> just killed yeah. it right at this moment. Like they do oh, with all their boy. mistakes. <laughs> exactly. The, these guys are scientists. They're cutthroat. So then we cut back to the Red Beret guys, and they, I think, oh, so they found this, They found uh, Lee, and they're, or not Lee, Lay? Lynn. Lynn. Lynn, I think, Lynn. Lynn. And they found <laughs> I'm not good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lynn. And they find her in the hospital and they start asking her questions about what may have happened. And she is not, I guess, I don't know if it's amnesia. I think she doesn't remember, right, at the moment. I think she's, she's pretending like she doesn't remember. That's right. She's obscuring. Yes. yes. She's basically trying to keep as many people away from that formula as possible. She doesn't trust anybody. We get back to Big Boss Solomon. And this dude wait wait so wait so there's a guy in an army uniform and he's talking to the mustache red beret mm-hmm. this guy in the army uniform that's not pierre right this is a whole other white guy to army i uniform. thought it was pierre i kept thinking it was another dude no you're right it is another dude because pierre is hired by the police detectives yes and he's a lone wolf yeah he would he's never like want to talk to any mercenary or whatever because he can't interact with anyone in <laughs> yeah, <film> exactly <laughs> But it is very obvious that they're cutting back and forth and they never show them like <laughs> talking to each other unless yes. they have a phone up and then you're supposed to believe they're having a conversation with each other. Yes. <laughs> so this army guy, it's really funny because he's talking to um, the the main, I think he's the general, the, the red beret guy yeah. with the mustache. And he's talking to him and he asks him, hey, do you think, do you have any information on, on, on Solomon? Do you have any anything on him? And he goes, no, I don't. And then the army guy goes, Okay, I'll find more. <laughs> yeah, he's just—he just shrugs his shoulders and he's like, "Oh well." <laughs> yeah. This is army general just does not give a fuck about anything anyone tells him. He's just completely monotone about everything. Oh my god! Um, and actually, we didn't. I said we went to to the big boss Solomon. No, we just found. That's when I found out his name was Solomon. Um, I'm not. They could have mentioned it earlier, but that's when I first heard it and i was like that's not a very scary big boss name but whatever i mean maybe they're going for the opposite effect you know you got a little bitch ass name but you're scary kind of sounds like a cult leader 
Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> I am Solomon. I will give Don't you food. Worry. Don't worry. Solomon will answer our prayers. Solomon knows all. Now drink this punch. So, we <laughs> <laughs> so we're back. <laughs> when you say it like that, I have to. <laughs> So we're back with the little girl, and she puts the, the snake, uh, Mazda, she puts it in the big box, and she says, oh, look, there's little lights for you, so that, you know, it's a nice little aquarium. She flips them on, she goes to, I don't know, read a book or something, and the the lightning stuff happens, bolts hit the snake, the snake grows, and then it floats for a second, the, and okay, plops so on the, the floor. Yeah, the, <laughs> like, you don't see the snake's body at first, you just see a giant electric blue head. Yes, and it's like raising up and just looking around, and I'm like, "Where the hell's the rest of its body?" <laughs> it's like, "Hold on, hold on, this process takes time." <laughs> it's, it starts making crow noises. It's like, "Gah, gah." <laughs> yes, from now on, the snake now has crow sounds. That that is what <laughs> giant snakes do. Um, I think maybe all snakes are trying to do it, but they need yeah, you to just, be. They're so small, you just can't hear them. Although, yes. when he reaches the first stage of growing. He is just the size of, like, a regular anaconda. Yes. Like, he's not monstrously huge. I mean, he's a big fucking snake, but he's not, like, kaiju level of big snake. Not yet. This is, like, first form. He is thunder of medium giant serpent. Um, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's mild there. rumbling of gigantic serpent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, at this point, he could, he could maybe eat a kid, but a full human. Dude, I thought time. for sure he was going to eat her. Cause oh, he, yeah, cause he like raises up in front of her and she gets she gets right in front of his face and I thought for sure he was gonna be like hope oh. Oh, I know <laughs> like, I just, oh, that would have been so funny just in one swoop just like scoop her up in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> the parents walk in they're just like kid-shaped lump in his body <laughs> <laughs> yeah because she does freak out she starts yelling at him like crazy this is when we get our first ting ting scream and it's difficult uh, because, like you, like you said, Candace, it just sounds like some guy making up a, a girl <laughs> scream. So it's very hard to hear. It's just too <laughs> it's much very, for me. Very shrill. Very shrill. There's the word. And but eventually she calms down. She realizes, hey, this is Mokachika, and they start talking. <laughs> she starts talking to it, and it's doing the thing and nodding to her. She's like, oh, this is this is you, but you're just a giant now. And then I think she takes him like down to like a. I don't. It's, I thought yeah. it was a basement at first, but this is like a little this, separate place they have. Yeah, this is still their property, Storage. which when you see it in more detail later on in the movie, it's filled with like 10-gallon barrel drums and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, the why dead? the hell do they have this in their garage yeah. or whatever? They have like a human disposal business going on? Like, Plus, there's like no way she'd be able to pull that snake around because it's like trying to fight her to not go in there. Yeah, and how... <laughs> Man, how freaking nice! Like, how much are you being neglected if your parents don't notice you bring it out of anaconda? <laughs> yeah. Did you have like a rope tied around its neck and you're just pulling along and it's going gah, gah, trying to get away from you? <laughs> oh shit! But she manages, uh, and and this is a point where a lot of times in this part of the movie, when they to save some money, they just use the head. They just yeah, just this a hand is in totally it. what they were doing here. Puppet head, yeah. And then we cut. Um, we cut to a dude in a red beret, of course, because mm -hmm. we want to make sure we can't tell anyone apart. <laughs> and he's we can tell him apart just because he's wearing giant-ass aviators. And this is when we meet Inspector Chow. I'm mm. not trying to do an accent there. I just... Don't, yeah. <laughs> I was just trying <laughs> Don't to... Don't even be, try. <laughs> I was just trying to emphasize, you know, how important he is. And he comes around and... 
the aviators guy says, this is a private facility. Fuck off. Yeah. And Chow's like, come on, man. Like, I'm just trying to do my job. This was, this is, this is city business now. We, somebody got hurt and this and that. I don't know. But yeah, it really seems quick. weird to me that this, and during the whole course of this movie, the uh, military and the city police are both looking for this formula because the terrorists are looking for it. And I'm like, I feel like the military would probably shut the police investigation down and be like, mm, we got this. You're not going to do anything. Yes, that too, and especially the fact that military is able to sort of control um, information that goes out to the media, but media has a lot more, um, I guess, leeway into getting into police investigations. So because they are, you know, we pay taxes yeah. for, <laughs> to keep it going. And so I feel like it's safer if it's something that's, you know, undercut like something that's that high up um that you would want to just tell the cops like hey fuck off we gotta have, we have to yeah. deal with this internally this is a little out of your jurisdiction here yeah <laughs> an international terrorist is looking for a secret formula this might be above your pay grade yep and uh but inspector chow he uh he just really wants to get his work he wants to get some work in and we get I, I think one of my favorite mustaches in the movie in the next scene because we have Solomon and he's talking into the abyss again, talking about how he's going <laughs> to yeah. take over developing countries and he's going to have his own army. He's going to be like, um, yeah, he said because they're they're going to build like superfood and yes. that the third world countries are going to be so grateful for this that they're going to build their own military just for him and they're going to be in his power. Yeah, he's like Doctor Doom or something. He sounded like M. Bison. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it reminded yeah, he, yes. me. Of. <laughs> yeah, it's very M. Bison like. I'm gonna have Solomon bucks. <laughs> I'm gonna pay everybody <laughs> with those. <laughs> Solabucks. <laughs> and we meet Peter. Uh, we don't know he's Peter yet, but we do find out later. But he is this guy who's one of the main, um, I guess, assassin guys for him or hitmen for Solomon. And he's like, yeah, there's this guy that they have going after us to to try to stop us. His name's Ted Fast. He's a special agent. Sent to deal with our gang. He's highly trained specialist. And he always works alone. So that's why you don't see it with anyone else in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And his name's Ted Fast. And I was like, like, Steadfast? Yeah. <laughs> the word Steadfast? <laughs> Does that mean that he's, you know, he's real reliable? He's dependable? Yes. Yeah. And you know what? It's something what I feel like a Taiwanese person would be like, yes, Steadfast. That's Very a great American. name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And Solomon says, "You know what, Peter? Go and take care of this son of a bitch. We'll see what he's up. You see, see what he's got." And we are back on the giant hill. This is like some Disney ass shit. Oh I was going to skip God. this, but it's too fucking dumb it's, to not talk it was, about. I, and it went on for so long because it's a little girl, and she's playing like hide and seek with this giant snake, and she's like, "I'm making you a bed out of this grass. You'll like this." And I was like, did this movie turn into Little Lost Sea Serpent? It totally <laughs> can, does. Get a lot of those vibes. <laughs> it's just the worst. I she, couldn't stand I mean, it. It went on for a long time, and there's like this happy music's playing. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yes, and it's like the worst part of the soundtrack, because it's trying to be happy, and nobody wants that. It went on uh, for like a good solid ten minutes of her playing hide-and-seek, and like p playing catch. Oh, and by the way, the... Um, uh, Mazda actually pushes, so she races those mean boys again, oh, yeah. and it and and the it pushes her back, makes a bunch of crowing sounds, and she wins. Nobody notices. The race. <laughs> yeah, the boys are like, "Fuck, we're so pissed we lost that we didn't we didn't notice you had a giant snake on the other side of that hill." <laughs> 
that hit you in the back with his giant tail and propelled you forward. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And we and this was all just to set up that it it it's willing to save her because a lightning strike hits even though the sky looked fine, and it hits a tree down into this little cabin that she was hanging out in. Yeah, it takes a fucking turn. Dude, it, it's crazy. A uh, fire breaks out. She's about to fucking die pretty much. She's like, like help shit. me, Mazda. Yeah, Mazda. And it does. It gets her quick and gets her out of there. And this whole time, there's a guy who is in a lab coat, but then we don't see him in a lab coat throughout the rest of the movie. So I don't know if they just yeah. forgot to tell him, hey, take off your lab coat. Yeah. Uh, and he apparently is working for Billy, the, the terrorist group. Um, he's working for Billy and for Solomon. Uh, so he goes back and he tells his guys, like, yo, I saw this little girl. She had this giant-ass snake. It's got to be connected to the formula. We're getting closer. We're figuring it out. And also, I think um, at some point they see the cops and they're looking. Uh, the cops go back to look at the wreckage. Or no, the military. Yeah, the military goes back to look at the mm-hmm. wreckage because they haven't found shit. They don't know where this formula is. And uh, Solomon's guys see them doing it. And yeah, they're, like, they're oh, just they hanging. They're like 10 feet away. <laughs> You see the military combing the area looking for this box. And then you see, then like the camera pans up and you see the henchmen just like 10 feet away behind just some scrub grass. (laughs) It's very visible. (laughs) You don't look suspicious at all just hanging out there, just staring at the military. And and don't mind us. And just about when you're about to give up on this fucking movie because nothing cool's happened in a while, we get a damn good Ted Fast scene. He is uh, just kind of cruising. I think this is the first time we see him. Uh, it's been about 26 minutes. And <laughs> yeah. uh, he's walking, and we see these guys in a white van. We see uh, Peter with a mustache and another guy with a mustache who has kind of more, like, curly hair. Yeah, there was some old. strong mustache work at this part. Yeah, these guys are working it. And they drive up to ted fast and they shoot at him with some automatic weapons why they just didn't run him over instead of making noise (laughs) i don't know but uh he dives out of the way he takes care of the 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 first guy peter dives and um i forget how they did i think oh he does like a cano roll he Uh, rolls around a lot oh ted fast they should have called him ted roll this (laughs) dude can fucking roll on the ground do a teddy roll yeah, do, do the teddy roll. <laughs> and he rolls down a cliff. He fucking shoots uh, Peter right in the fucking face. Oh, keep it talking, is rough. Keep saying the word Peter and <laughs> keeps cracking me up. <laughs> like, there's a mustache on that Peter, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then we had to say goodbye to our dear friend. I'm sorry, Peter. <laughs> I'm sorry, Peter. You, were, you had the best stash in the movie. Ah, and so then, uh, after that, we're back with the female scientist, uh, Dr., uh, was it? <laughs> Lay- Lynn. Lynn. That's a very easy name. <laughs> it's pretty common. <laughs> I, I think, you know, what happens is, I don't, I don't think I started calling her that until, like, the next scene. I think uh, until that point, I'm kind of like Mike. I'll just be like, female scientist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, Man, you, just... you, you podcast uh hosts who break down the movie scene by scene that's a lot of fucking attention to detail because it (laughs) took me like two and a half hours to watch this movie because i'd see something pause take a note go back to the movie see something pause take a note and i'm like good god and i'm not even like trying to get across what happens in every single scene 
Yeah, it is um, the worst. Uh, That's why I, I only guessed on podcasts, so I don't have one of my own. <laughs> yeah, guessing is the shit. That is the best. <laughs> I love just coming in, just wrecking shit. <laughs> this is the best. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're back with her, and she's starting to recover slowly but surely. And um, she mentions that she did, in fact, throw throw the, the stuff out of the car. She threw the box out of the car, and one of the soldiers mentions that they... Um, Oh no no! This was the part where this is the part where they go and they sweep the area. Who cares? Mm -hmm. And so they <laughs> it really doesn't matter. We see the henchmen at the bar. They're planning on everything, and this is I think when they start getting suspicious about Doctor Lin. They're like, "Wait a minute! This this chick is double crossing Solomon." I don't think I realized until this part that she was, you know, she actually worked for the bad guys. I thought it yes. was just I thought they were just like, "Oh, there's a woman. We'll take her hostage to yes. get information out of her because she'll just be easier to control." Yep. Yeah, I didn't know either. I actually, so I didn't get it until that. There's that scene where it's really obvious. But then when I saw, I saw it a second time while I was working today, just kind of having it in the background. And they actually say, "Oh, that's one of Solomon's ladies," or something like that. Yeah. And that yeah. very beginning when they're about to shoot her, and that's when I was like, "Oh, that's where they revealed it." But oh, it's so yeah. hard to hear that the dubbing is such shit that he just to, <laughs> it was. Yeah. And I don't read Greek. So I didn't know what the fuck they were saying half the time. Um, and so, yes, they want to go after her and, and, and uh, take care of her ass and, and torture her probably to find this damn formula. And every time they say formula, y'all, they're talking about a plastic box. Yeah, they kept saying, where's the formula? And But that, well, some of them were saying formula. <laughs> oh, yes. Solomon at some point, oh, get that formula. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, they keep saying, like, we need to find this formula. And I'm like, there was nothing in that box <laughs> except for <Yes>. some lights. <laughs> and uh, the cops are still having some trouble because they used a different name for Dr. Lin. So they, they can't find her. Then we get one of my favorite scenes of the movie. We see a profile shot close to Solomon's face. He's in a dark room. There's no <laughs> lights on. Oh, yes, this part. <laughs> And I guess he has some kind of mental connection to Dr. Lin because he's just like... I thought it was supposed to be a flashback. Where <laughs> well, he's... That one time they were in the dark? <laughs> that one... Yeah. I mean, it looked like an 80s music video. Because yes. he, he kind of steps... It's like all black and then he steps into frame. <laughs> and it's just he's a like... side profile and he's like, You belong to me. I paid for everything. I sent you to school. You <laughs> owe me. Bring me the formula. Your formula. <laughs> Bring me the formula. <laughs> and then she and then she so I guess you're right. It's it's definitely a flashback. And she she realizes or she says to herself for some reason, she's like, well, that's why I throw the box, because I don't want to give it to you. Well, I know when I'm coming to conclusions about my actions, I say them out loud. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm thinking, I think out loud. <laughs> You know, I really uh, should have this for dinner because with my schedule this week, this would really help. <laughs> like, literally no one's around. I mean, that's I, I know, basically can, what they're doing. <laughs> I can imagine you washing dishes. dishes. If I don't work out tomorrow, I'm going to cry in the shower. <laughs> I should probably do that. <laughs> when my kids walk by, did you say something? No. No. <laughs> nope. 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 Nothing. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Chow, and his, he has a guy with him, by the way. I never, I never got that dude's name, but he's like the only other cop in the whole goddamn town. I don't think I caught his name either. They have eventually they're able to talk to Dr. Lin. She denies everything. They're like, you know what? She's gonna eventually confess. Let's just move on. We'll we'll figure out what's going on here. 
And then we see Solomon, and he's on his wireless phone. This is where he says formula, by the way, for sure, because <laughs> yeah. I remember that. And he tells he sends some guys. He's like, "Go, go get Lynn. Let's, you know, let's let's get this sh- fucking shit together. We we need. I've been needing this formula for some some time now. <laughs> been needing this formula. <laughs> been needing this goddamn formula." <laughs> So uh, then we're back. Oh, man, every scene with the army dudes and the general sucks. Um, yeah, this this scene kind of cracked me up because, uh, well, they have Australian flags in their office. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I thought maybe it was like a one-off, but then it shows his actual desk and he has like two Australian flags on it. <laughs> and like, you know how you have those mini flags and you put them in coffee mugs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what he had. <laughs> and I'm like, was this an Australian movie? <laughs> I guess that's they, somebody just brought a box in. They're like, here's some props from Australia. We got <laughs> yeah. them for cheap. Just spread them around the office. And so this whole scene is about the general telling all his guys about the terrorist group that Solomon runs. And it's really funny because he brings up, they they have him bring up Ted Fast. And he's like, he's a lone wolf, so don't don't talk to him. And we get the best dub because it is the worst. Oh. And the guy goes... Is this the one I'm thinking of? Go ahead. Yeah, he it. goes, in that case, I can only yes. help him. By giving him information, the rest is up to him. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he sounded, those pauses, he sounded like drunk and he was trying not to burp. (laughs) I can only help him by giving him information. (laughs) I like their dedication to the craft that they just wouldn't throw the words in while his mouth isn't moving. They're like, let's just kind of go I just try to get in before his mouth stops moving. Oh, that was so funny. And... Then, uh, so yeah, we get Ted Fast, and now, you know, oh, <laughs> man. he's mentioned in the movie more than he's in the movie. <laughs> yeah, then you, he like, he's, he looks, he's walking next to a freeway. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's supposed to be like the woods or the wilderness or something, but you can clearly see a busy freeway in the background. <laughs> Not that far away. He's just on an embankment. <laughs> and he's only ever walking on foot. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, you just always, he's just wandering around. I'm like, where where the fuck is he going? <laughs> I'm a lone wolf. I'm he's gonna just, follow the trail. Yeah, he, he's he doesn't he hasn't talked to anybody, so how would he have any information about where to look for the bad guys? But they seem to find him wandering around in the woods. Yes, they do. Find, they find him some fucking how, even though it would be like a needle in a haystack. This guy just <laughs> yeah. walking around, and they they try to sneak up on him. And there's a decent little gunfight here. They, he he, gets, he, he like load he he one handed loads one in the chamber. He has like a, oh, a pistol in is. his hand, and I was like, "Oh, that was pretty sweet." <laughs> yeah, that was kind of sexy. I gotta admit, I was like, "Yep, this is, there's a reason people like this guy. He's a uh, he's got charisma. He's got charisma, even though we have no idea how he actually sounds in real life." Um, <laughs> and he the at the conclusion of this uh, gunfight. He ends up rolling like he does, and he ends up on his back, and he's shooting up because the dude, yes. the bad guy's on like a, a cliff above cliff. him, yeah. but he's pointing nowhere near him, <laughs> and you see the dude like convulsing with the shots, you know, but the gun's oh, like, like six feet in a different direction. <laughs> Good thing I put these bullets on douche tracker. <laughs> He had, yes. he had the cheat codes on. <laughs> yes, yeah, he put up, up, down, down, left, right. He has here. an aimbot. <laughs> yeah. I guess terrorist guys of Solomon, they're in her house, and they're like, where's the formula, Dr. Lynn? You know that you work for us. There's one guy with a mustache in this scene, by the way. He looks like Manny Pacquiao, the boxer. <laughs> like there's another Manny. This part confused me 
at first because I thought it was the little girl's room because it's all in pink. Oh. And yeah. then, like, it's dark and the light gets switched on. And then you see, like, one man rise up from the bottom of the screen. Yeah. And then you see a second man, then a third and a fourth. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are these? He's like, husbands, I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> we just all start banging her in the bedroom. <laughs> We're so glad you came home. We missed you. That would be so weird if this movie just turned into a bukkake scene. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it if it happened. <laughs> she looks like a glazed donut. <laughs> <laughs> we just found gigantic serpent. It turns out it's not the snake. Uh, so, no, they're threatening her for the formula, and they start beating her up, and eventually... Oh, they beat uh, the shit out of her. They beat the shit out of her bad. And it looks like they might kill her, but Chow and his assistant guys, other, his fellow cop, come through, and they, they just... Uh, they shoot a bunch of bullets in the room, but hit nobody at first. <laughs> <laughs> well, they sh start shooting bullets, and the detective, Chow, I think you said his name was? Yeah. He uh, he runs in there while his partner's shooting into the room, and he runs in front of where his partner's shooting to grab the woman <laughs> and take her out. And I'm like, well, that's, that's trust right there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we rehearse this all the time. <laughs> he knows exactly where to I shoot. do shit like this all the time, it's fine. <laughs> And and uh, I mean, who would have thought? But it's not Chow that gets hit. It's the it's the younger guy that gets shot by one of the dudes, and it's really funny because he gets wounded. It's like a flesh wound. It's like in his shoulder or something, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Lin out of the house. You fight the rest of the guys yourself, man. <laughs> You're oh, on your I own." I forgot to mention the part when the two d police detectives are going to her apartment and they hear that there's like a beating going on. They uh, start putting silencers on their guns. And one of them has an Uzi, and he puts a silencer on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what does that sound like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's like a queef? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an Uzi with a silencer sounds like a queef. Put it out there, yeah. <laughs> Maybe NRA can use that as their new slogan. <laughs> And, uh, and Ch man, Chow makes it easy. Yeah, he takes care of these guys, no problem. He shoots all of them. Um, and I think you, you're with the. We have the last guy left. He's the one with the sunglasses because he's cool. And I think the thing with Chow is every time he has one guy left to kill, he says something really stupid. I think here <laughs> he just goes, "Freeze! Don't move!" And he just kills him. Yeah, he like he gets the drop on him, and he's standing behind him with the gun point, and he's like, "Freeze! Don't move!" And the guy slowly turns around and he shoots him. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, he's the worst cop ever!" <laughs> oh I saw your eye move. <laughs> I said, "Don't fucking move!" <laughs> Dude's arms were up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> then we get, I guess, a romantic scene, um, and this it's... guy is handling his gunshot wound really well. <laughs> almost like he wasn't even shot Jeez. but yeah the music turns like real sappy yeah romantic and sappy and she's she tells her story about how while she was going to harvard because of course <laughs> it's always harvard yep yep and uh but like her mom died in a car accident and then that same year her father had a stroke I was like, good God. <laughs> like, she had the worst luck ever. Jesus. And then she doesn't even say how she knew Solomon, but he started paying her bills out of nowhere for no reason. And yes. I was like, that's, she was sleeping with him. <laughs> no dude's going to pay your way for, through Harvard for, you know, just because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no way that 
there's no way Solomon knew, oh, I'm going to get her to go to school. Then I'm going to get her to become, you know, the specific kind of scientist that works on, like, biolo- like biological shit. Then I'm going to get her to go to Taiwan or Hong Kong. I think Hong Kong. And then I'm going to get her to get part of this special military-funded program. <laughs> like, yeah. damn, that is a plan, bro, to, yeah. to plant somebody in like that. That takes some work and some really good timing. And, and I don't, from what the movie has shown us, Solomon is just not up to the task for something that complicated no he just kind of like sits around and whines yeah <laughs> i want my oh. formula <laughs> god damn it god damn it where's the f- <laughs> i should have a giant ass carrot in the back of the house <laughs> <laughs> i realized at this point that i hadn't been annoyed in a while and it's because we haven't seen the serpent or the girl oh yeah they were gone for a long time and i was like are they going to go back to that point? And that I think that's honestly when it hit me that it's two separate movies. Yeah. Because they yeah. don't even mention anything about this, uh, this whole serpent thing during these parts. They don't. Not at all. So it becomes... Uh, it, it, they kind of wrap it all up in a bowl really quick, uh, but we, we get back, and it's funny because right when I thought about that I hadn't seen the kid, I had to see the stupid kid. We go to the kid's house, and the general is asking the family because they know they, they sweep the area, and they're like, well, there's a good chance the box may have arrived or somebody picked up the box around these homes. So they're talking to the dad. The dad doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. The kid is just listening in, and she knows that they're talking about her. Uh, Chow comes in is like, yeah, we want to know where the box is as well. <laughs> We, we we're in on this too and, and the, the general's yeah, they, like fuck off dude yeah they get into this verbal sparring match where they're like well you said this and you do this and this is what the military's like and they're like well you police inspectors blah 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 and they're doing this and the dad's just standing there looking confused like who, yeah. who are you fucking people you just came <laughs> in my house and start arguing with each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're just like airing out their dirty laundry in front of the, the ting ting family and uh, <laughs> I don't think they're the ting tings. I think that's just the girls. Thing. Like, what would you do if you were, if like someone knocked on the door, came in, and then someone else came in without knocking and started arguing with them right in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> I would um, be like, anyone want a drink? I mean, it seems like I'll need one. Uh, the girl is listening, and she tells herself, um, she goes in her inner dialogue. She goes. I got to get rid of this box tomorrow. I'm like, how about you show these people the fucking box? Because yeah. they're <laughs> threatening your father. What's <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> she's not that young. You know, she's of a good age where you would, no. you would be able to think about this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so she decides not to do that. Uh, then we see, um, we <laughs> because we haven't seen white army guy in a while. We see detective Chow talking to him. And he is the one I think that is able to tell him. Does he tell him about? She tells him about Ted Fast. I think he's like, yeah, there's this guy Ted Fast, and um, yeah, he's a dude. He's a dude, and <laughs> you better watch out. He's uh, he's 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 working on all this stuff. And oh, so this whole conversation was basically so they would agree to exchange um, info on the investigation. So we're going to get some more. We're going to get maybe one or two more conversations between these two guys. Man, you paid me way more attention to the plot than I did. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of tuned out <laughs> these long exposition scenes. I know that's why I paused for so long. I was like, wait, what the fuck happened here? I was trying to look at my notes. Uh, <laughs> the terrorist dudes, um, they, they eyeball the girl. They find the girl. They they get the box, they chase her down, and and she throws the box <laughs> to the some tall weeds, 
but apparently the formula's not in there. So I don't know if that's a chip or yeah, that's so I don't, confusing. I, I don't know because there was nothing in there to begin with. And then she just, you know, turned on those lights that are in there. And then yeah. it zaps electricity. But, like, what happened to those elect- lights? <laughs> yeah. It was like, did she just, she took all the LEDs out of it. And uh, <laughs> we, d- we never saw her do anything with them. So we don't even no. know if she knows where the formula's at. No, she has no idea what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> she knows they want that box, but that's pretty much it. She said, it's- fuck those guys. They're not getting this box. <laughs> <laughs> yes, say that, Ting Ting. Don't let anyone ever touch that box. <laughs> and <laughs> so the leader of the group sends his guys to go get her, and they're like, hey, um, did you forget she has a fucking giant snake, dude? Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, what about the snake? And he stands there and thinks about that for a good minute. He goes, he's like stroking his chin. He's like, yes. hmm. He never even, we never even hear him say words. They're like, well, how about that big snake? He goes, hmm. <laughs> Like, Cut to the next scene. I mean, if I was him, I'd be like, fucking shoot it. <laughs> you have <laughs> big guns. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. I'm not worried about animal rights. <laughs> we have tons of money. We got like 12 bazookas back at the place. I'm Let's a terrorist. I'm not Jesus worried about Christ, that. This is, this is what we do. We blow shit up. <laughs> so they they, head, they end up heading back to the girl's house. Um, or we head back to the girl's house. And we see her mom. She's wearing the best shoulder padded blouse I've ever seen in my life. She looks fantastic. And she's calling out Ting Ting. And she says Ting Ting about fucking 25 times. Ting Ting. Ting Ting. <laughs> kind of, I mean, when you say it like that, it kind of sounds like you're, you know, making a questionable, I don't know, accent or something. <laughs> you're like trying to imitate. Because, I mean, because she's run, walking around, she's going Ting Ting. Ting Ting. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It does sound a little. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit, but I'm swearing to God, I'm just saying That's the words. That's what she does, though. And, and she's she, Asian, so it's okay. <laughs> so, so what? Do you remember what what happens here, Candace? Uh, she goes into the storage place. Yeah, this is when I have in my notes like, what is this warehouse part of their property? <laughs> There's cardboard boxes and those giant gallon drums everywhere, just stacked up against the walls. <laughs> Yeah, like her dad's like, when they ask him what he does for a living, he's like, I'm in barrels. I'm in the barrel business, all right? I'm in the barrel business. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's got to, someone needs containers. I'm the man. It's so weird. It looks like a bunch of props. Um, I start questioning the fact if there's walls. Because I'm like, maybe they just have enough shit stacked up to make me think they're in a building. I was just confused. The snake is there. Maserati is there. He's He's just crowing. (laughs) He's crowing at everybody, being an asshole because he's scared. He's he's scared. Um, The the dad starts to try to attack him, but then uh, okay, let me ask you: If you found a snake that big in your garage, would you try to hit it with a pipe? Fuck no. No, you wouldn't. You'd you'd fucking run and call the police. Unless I had a flamethrower handy, <laughs> which I don't, but if I did, I would be like, flamethrower, this is it. You know, like, I don't know if it's because we grew up with Mega Man. When I see things, I'm like, what weapon is best for that thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think about that, Daniel. <laughs> you see a raccoon in your trash, you're like, what could I use on that? <laughs> Maybe a wrench. <laughs> like, what would destroy that in just one hit, you know? And for a serpent, in my opinion... Blow, you know freaking torch you know just i mean that's true yeah so uh so anyway he doesn't do that he goes he goes full pipe and uh ooh, that sounds bad 
He went full Please, pipe in on front us. of the children. <laughs> Tink Tink was like, no, daddy, no. <laughs> He's like, I know what to do with snakes. He starts taking off his clothes. He starts oiling up. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, Tink Tink tries to protect, uh, protect the snake. And the dad's like, get the hell out of the way. <laughs> yeah. And the snake gets scared and runs away. And so then at that, that very moment, we get the terrorist guys, uh, Billy and the boys, they come through and they're like asking for the formula. And the dad's like, God damn it. These are like the freaking fourth people that <laughs> yeah. have asked me for this formula that I have no idea what they're talking about. Because Ting Ting hasn't said shit to her parents because no. she sucks. <laughs> oh, God. I hate her character so much. Why couldn't she have died and the snake lived? <laughs> And so, uh, so then, so sh they start chasing her. They beat up her parents, like fucked up. They, they just... beat the shit out of her parents, Jesus and she Christ. still doesn't say anything. What is wrong? And with they're her, like, man? "I'm going to shoot you in the face if you don't tell me where this formula is." And the dad says, "What formula? I don't even know what a formula is." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> if someone told me that, I wouldn't believe them either." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's trying too hard to be like. To not know anything. To play it's dumb, yeah. Yes. Like, do you know where this dog is? What dog? I don't even know what a dog is. <laughs> what are those? Like, knights or wolves? I, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so, <laughs> so, they beat the shit out of them. And they, I'm, I'm convinced Ting Ting does not give a fuck about her parents and cares more about the serpent. Yeah, than, seriously. Right? It, it gets worse. Um, so, they chase her down. Apparently, we didn't see this, but they have an, a whole intricate setup to try to capture the the to try to capture Mazda, it's like a whole line of. Oh yeah, they set up this uh, this like electric fence basically. Yes, the, with to, some charged when, explosives too. Yeah, they they set up this perimeter and this they chase the snake in there and then they turn it on and you see all this electricity arcing in between these poles. Yeah. And she's like Mazda. She bites the fuck out of the dude that's holding her back. And he's like, oh, shit, you fucking kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he acted so well because it looked like she really bit him. <laughs> he's like, goddamn method acting bitch. <laughs> and she runs away. And, of course, this has the opposite effect because we know now that the formula is just God's <laughs> mother yeah. nature powers. It's the spark of life. That's what Dr. Frankenstein used. <laughs> <laughs> the the lightning boats feed the snake and it grows even bigger. Now we got our gigantic serpent. Hello. Welcome now we to got the... the thunder of gigantic serpent. <sighs> yep. Welcome to the movie gigantic serpent. We're only 48 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets, I actually guessed, I don't even know. It's around there for sure. Yeah, it was, I think it was like an hour in maybe. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it. So yeah. now it's like a fucking now it is like a Disney dragon. She she kind of looks like um I don't watch uh, Game of Thrones that much, but you know the blonde girl that gets Daenerys. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she's the queen of dragons. She's the mother of dragons. Yes, the mother. <laughs> well, the, Ting is the, the snake the... like lifts her up on its tail and deposits her on the back of its head. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so weird. So confused, man. And yeah, Ting Ting is the um, the fifth grader of serpents. I don't know. Yeah, she in the the way the snake moves, it looks like it's galloping. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how snakes yeah. run. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have legs. It's not going to be an up and down motion when it's running. <laughs> yes, it's it's almost like the way they um, the way like uh, when you see those parades and they have the the cool looking Chinese. Oh dragons. yeah. 
Yeah, and they're like, like winding around thing. and stuff, and they're bouncing up and down. That does kind of look like that, yeah, because it's yeah. clearly they're it's on a string, yes. and they're trying to move it around, but they can't drag it, <laughs> so they're kind of like hopping it <laughs> <laughs> while trying to wind at the same time. Yeah, it looks uh, well. Everyone, it looks exactly what you would think this kind of movie would look like. Yeah, it uh, does. Yeah, <laughs> not fantastic, but it's still a, it's still a damn good time. Uh, Billy, uh, he I think he contacts Solomon and he tells him, "Yeah, man, um, the snake got bigger, uh, so <laughs> we got a problem." <laughs> don't know if we're gonna get you that formula you've been asking for so much. And so Solomon says, "I'm gonna send over a plane to just bomb the shit out of it." And I guess this plane just happened to be hanging around Hong Kong because it was it gets there lickety split. Oh my god, it's immediate! I'm like, don't they have to like get the engine moving and stuff? Like, was this thing already up in the air? <laughs> he just has a guy that's always flying around just just in case he wants to bomb somebody that pisses him off. That would be baller, bro, to be able to pay that kind of fuel money. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're doing good and uh you hear billy say get that fucking snake for me yeah it's the first f-bomb and it really shocked me because until this point the language has been very tame pretty chill yeah that's why and i was like confused. fucking snake <laughs> yeah like i kept thinking maybe this is kind of like more toward kids or like teenagers or something then he said that and i was like i guess not and there are people that get shot pretty fucked this up one so. dude gets shot point blank in the face <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i may have seen these movies too young <laughs> oh good thing i don't have children <laughs> they, i will not let them watch this movie <laughs> not just because the f-bombs <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday son you're three years old now uh let's watch hellraiser <laughs> so uh, so the they try to bomb it. It doesn't do shit, of course. Uh, the terrorists go back to Ting Ting's house just to beat the shit out of Dad one more time because it's fun. <laughs> and she still doesn't say a word. No, doesn't say shit. Um, and uh, Macchiato comes to uh, save Ting Ting, and the terrorist dudes kidnap her and uh, put her in a jeep or something or a van or something. I don't know. Oh, it's, and it's this a- is when she starts screaming the snake's Jesus. name over and over and over again. It hurts everybody. We cannot. We don't want to do it to you. We don't want. I might play a little bit of it just because out of spite. <laughs> just a little taste. Just a little taste. Uh, so I will throw that in at some point. So yeah, Detective uh, Chow finds out, and he he wants to set some roadblocks up to try to stop these guys, uh, the terrorists that have her. And um, they didn't bother to mention that there's a giant fucking monster serpent as well on the <laughs> <Yeah>. loose. <laughs> so. the, well, like the police pull over this one car, and I was like, "What the hell's happening?" Because it's just like a police roadblock, and they're like, "There's three men and one child in this car." Yeah. But when the car's stopping, you hear the little, little girl say, "Daddy, what are they doing?" <laughs> daddy <laughs> and they, they're like they're like roughing up the dad and they're like you know where where's solomon he's like i don't know what you're talking about and the girl's like daddy daddy <laughs> i feel like, so bad here i was like this is like so sweet dad like you're just yeah. fucking with him. he looks like a respectable businessman too <laughs> they're all face down ass up man <laughs> <laughs> we don't fucking trust your ass and um also they the van stops where uh, Billy makes the van stop and he sees a car pulled into like some weeds or shit. 
and he, he 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 there's this couple making out in there he pulls them out because yeah. he wants the van to be the diversion where the cops will see the van and go after that and he gets in a blue car i think i saw the moment where he got through the you know the little cop thing but i don't i'm not 100 percent sure but i think he does get through and then the van is the one that the cops chase after um they like yeah, circle around right I don't, it's really a fucking mess y'all. yeah the editing is so bad right now that none of it's kind of nonsensical it's getting fever dream this is this is when i was <laughs> yeah. really getting i was like i either have covid or i've been <laughs> <laughs> i'm tired something's going on and the, the van circles around because he sees the cops. The cops chase after it. The guys get out of the van. We get another little, finally a little bit of action. We get some gunshots. Um, the uh, the bad guys hold their own pretty well uh, in this scene. But they're able to eventually, uh, the cops are able to kill them off, I believe. Um, and, yeah, they, and that, they kill everybody instead of <laughs> bringing them in for questioning to try to find out where Solomon is. You know, or where they're taking the girl. <laughs> that's a damn good idea, Candace. Maybe that... <laughs> is what they should have done but no they just shoot everybody dad and um i oh there's oh this is when we get another famous chow line because he um he's left once again with one guy he's the he's the one uh, the terrorist that has like he's kind of like got poofy hair and glasses and this is what chow says he goes behind you look oh yeah (laughs) he just shoots this guy dead is this is this when he shoots him and then he's like where's solomon or where are they taking the girl (laughs) He's and like, the dude yes. just spits up blood and dies. Like maybe you should have asked him that before you shot him six times. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> the moment. Oh man! And we also we have not seen Ted Fast. He is still walking. He's about two hours away. Yeah. He'll get there. <laughs> yeah, he will get there. And so then we see Billy and Ting Ting, and they they work their way through. We don't know what the snake's doing quite yet, but we will know soon. Yeah, and um, the the. <laughs> The girl, you know, Ting Ting is like screaming out the window and the guy's like, stop it. He's <laughs> like, it's not going to work. Just stop it. And I'm like, because he knows snakes are deaf. Oh, yeah. Billy, <laughs> Billy happens to have really paid attention to biology class. He's like this <laughs> stupid little girl. So uh, we get another, we get white army guy again. And he lets the general know that the servant is headed your way. You better get your men ready. And then we see Ting Ting and she is again yelling Mazda, Mazda, Mazda. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> she really likes Mazdas. <laughs> she really loves they, them. They, her family just bought one and she wanted the whole world to know. <laughs> <laughs> and the, eventually uh, it does show up at the bridge and it knocks that motherfucker down. Oh my and, god. At oof. this point, at first, I, did, I thought maybe he was going to go under the bridge. Because he's not so big that he couldn't fit under the bridge. Because yeah. he kind of like was looking at it, and he's kind of like bobbing in now the Sizing water and up. stuff. I thought, was well, is he going to jump over it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have been dope. And because I was like, he's a good guy, Snake, right? No, he fucking destroys that bridge <laughs> with rush hour traffic on it. <laughs> like he yeah. kills a lot of people. A lot of people died. Yes, <clears throat> um, he just it just just falls apart. And then uh, we get one of the military military guys asking, um, "Did you uh, let the?" the transportation like the train guys yeah you see a train coming and you see you see the military guy being like did you let the transportation company know (laughs) like yeah yeah we let them know i guess they did get the fucking message because then we go into the train (laughs) why we needed to go into the train i don't know but we go in we see this rotund man yeah there was like on the bridge (laughs) there was a car with a couple in there 
And the woman was like, why do we have to see your mom? I don't even like your mom. I can't oh, stand I your mom. Yeah. And then the bridge, you know, gets destroyed. And then in the train, you see this portly guy, this husky guy, yeah. macking on this, I guess his girlfriend or his date or something, who is way out of his league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to go to the lake. She's like, that sounds nice. And he's like, yeah. well, do you know how to swim? She's like, no, I don't. And he's like, I do. I'm real good at it. <laughs> yes, and it's so funny because he doesn't even let her really answer. He's like, uh, he's, he goes, you know how to swim? And she's like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm really good at it. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like all red-faced because he's a big guy. And he's like trying to pull up his belt buckle over his gut. You know? <laughs> We've all seen those guys, you know. He, he can't sit still. He's fidgeting. <laughs> yeah, everything is uncomfortable at some point if you're rotund enough. You know, it's just like every single thing. <laughs> So, uh, and so, yes, the freaking serpent comes in, he hits the train, everyone falls out of the train, and they fall into the water, so for sure, Rotund Guy, I'm pretty sure, was lying about the swimming thing. Yeah, I think when he was falling, he said, I lied, I can't swim, I'm pretty (laughs) sure he said that. (laughs) I'm so sorry! (laughs) Oh, shit, she probably used him like the piano in the Titanic. His his dead body, because he probably floated, you know? (laughs) She just draped across it. <laughs> that is so fucked up. Uh, so the um, the general mentions like, oh shit, we should have called the air force sooner. Well, maybe you should have, you dumb son of a bitch. But <laughs> yeah. it's a little too late now. And the serpent is just splish splashing around. He's having a damn good time. He causes the city damn to collapse. So now everything's getting flooded in the main city. And this is when we finally really see more of like that kaiju feel where everyone is running in the city trying yeah. to get away and uh dr lynn you see that's great because you see people like stampeding <laughs> over each other you see yes. this one dude like six people run on his chest and he's like trying to reach above for help <laughs> i yes. was like that's pretty good i like this part but then like at some point there's like there's also another chasing running scene and this guy just sort of I guess he was supposed to have like hurt himself and then lay on the side of the bridge or something, but he just does it so slow. Oh, and he pats himself on the crotch, and I was yes. like, "Did he pee himself?" He goes, like, "Oh shit, fuck! I got, I, was, I got too into this. <laughs> I fucking pissed myself. Shit." Yes, I saw that. I was like, "Why is that guy rubbing himself?" <laughs> yeah, I thought, he, I thought he was like maybe some couple of drops of pee came out, and he wasn't <laughs> sure, so he was kind of like patting himself to see if it was damp. It would be funny if he just had a he just really had a thing for serpents and like this was like his fucking fantasy of <laughs> this all time. Is, this is when he realized he had a thing for serpents. He's like, why am I so hard right now? He's like, I don't know whether to just fucking bust it out right here now or run. So yes, and it's a whole shit fest. You know, the military's trying to stop this thing. Um, we finally get back to good old Ted Fast, who I am sure is hot on the trail of Solomon. You know, he's probably yeah. just about a, yeah. an hour away at this point. <laughs> yeah, because he's walking the entire <laughs> he's way. walking the whole time. <laughs> this guy's never in a car, not even in a bike, nothing. <laughs> no. Scooter, nothing. He doesn't even have Heelys. He's, it would have been he re- funny if he had Heelys. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going, you see him, you see him like, uh, like, like a uh, roller skating through the forest and then <laughs> you see him like stop and like you know sit down on his heels so it'll pop back in and he starts walking and be like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh man he comes upon the sidekick guy the main right hand man of of solomon um we find out this guy's name is jackson he's the other jc penny model um yeah. <laughs> and this guy right away it's so funny because 
Ted says something right, like, oh, are you uh, also waiting for the bus? He goes, <laughs> Jackson just goes, man, shut the fuck up. Yeah, he was like, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, god damn. <laughs> that was rude. This is why you only have Solomon as a friend, Jackson. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking mean, dude. And right away, he's like, uh, he tells him that he's Ted fast. So Jackson tries to run away, but he catches him, and they have a they have a decent little fight. It looks like the film's slightly sped up or something for this, but it wasn't eh. bad. It's entertaining. Um, he's able to capture him. I'm not sure if he kills him or not. I, oh, I think he uses him to f- find out where Solomon yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, he gets information out of him. He actually does a good job of <laughs> yeah, investigating. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> <laughs> it is so. It also is kind of funny how Ted Fast catches him. It's basically Jackson trips on his own feet while trying to climb up a like a little cliff. It's <laughs> yeah. just embarrassing to be honest. <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, I fell!" I'm like, "Oh man, come on, Jackson." Your one weakness, uh, incline. So then we are with Ting Ting and Billy, and she keeps uh, yelling for uh, uh, Mega. And Mylar. <laughs> Mylar. <laughs> and I guess I guess somehow it knows something's go. He kind of is able to hone in on her location because he starts going through the city real quick, but f- faster than any of the military was thinking. They had all these standard emergency protocols that they were trying to follow, but you know what? This this thing don't give a shit. It's fucking everything up. Billy slaps the shit out of Ting Ting. Oh, she's yeah. She's just mouthing off. He bitch slaps the hell out of her. <laughs> <laughs> she's a brave-ass little girl, though. I'll give her that. And she goes, even if you kill me, I won't tell you. And I'm like, well, if he killed you, you wouldn't be telling him anything then. <laughs> you could get... <laughs> you could try to... I, you could get a Ouija board. I ain't gonna come back and tell you, motherfucker. Get one so... of the spirit boxes. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> It's in the barn. <laughs> so, <laughs> I probably pissed everyone off listening to this right now because I was probably loud as fuck. <laughs> Much like a spirit box, the worst part of any fucking ghost hunt ever. It, oh yeah, they're they're the worst. Oh, Use I always the lot. Have to turn it down. Oh, I hate it. I always turn it down because uh, just like you, I do like seeing a good little ghost hunt. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's fun. We'll have to have. Oh, I'll definitely have to have y'all. We could go back and forth on some ghost stuff because that would be fun. Um, and uh, so then after that, we see the serpent um, once again uh, just destroying everything. We see people running away. We, there's a lot of the good stuff that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you see uh, the giant snake attacking the city. And that's when it's this is a proper kaiju movie. Yes. <clears throat> it looks, I mean, it It looks like what it is. <laughs> like a movie with very low budget doing a giant monster where it's superimposed on the back. Yeah. Not really interacting with anything, but... <laughs> And then it has the, the people running down the street in front of it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, White Army Dude gets one final scene <laughs> where, where he tells somehow. It's so funny because he has no energy whatsoever, White Army Guy. No. And he's just like, I found out where the girl is. Uh, she's over there in the Starlight Building. Anyway, bye, ciao. <laughs> yeah. We'll never see him again. This guy must have some fucking guys out there that could just find shit out. He's a perfect... I don't even know if Chow ever gave him any information. I think um, Chow just kind of took advantage of the friendship. He's very one-sided. One-sided. We cut to the apartment complex where where, where Billy is at. And uh, Chow is working his way the opposite direction as everyone's trying to get the hell out of the apartment complex. Yeah, he's like, have you seen a little girl? Have you seen a little girl? And they're like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> fuck you, Chow! You gave me a ticket the other day! <laughs> yeah. I'm not helping you! 
And because uh, he is one of two cops in the whole city, apparently. <laughs> so we also see the military uh, shooting at Mazda with tanks and shit, not doing too much damage no. to him. He, and uh, B- Billy's looking out the window, and he's like, "Holy shit, um, it's here now." I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess it really did hear you. <laughs> God and, uh, damn those college credits. <laughs> And the apartment has curtains that looks kind of like a 70s Tonight Show. Like, they, you can't see outside. Like, this is obviously a set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't see outside. There's no light in this room. No natural light at all. And uh, the military decides to send an Air Force bomb to the Serpent. So things are getting very serious because uh, this could really blow up everything. At first, I thought the Serpent was on their building. That's what um, I thought, too. I thought it had wrapped itself around the Diamond Building, whatever. It's Starlight Building. Starlight. No, it didn't. It's uh, I didn't find that out to the end, but yeah, it is actually in a different building. And the serpent, like most movie monsters, uh, like you said, goes up to that, goes up and just wraps itself around. Um, really, just why? I don't know. I guess <laughs> I it was. He's <laughs> trying to get a good view. He's like, "Where are you? Fuck! I know you're around here. I can't see you. I'm so big now. I can't do anything." And I honestly think that's why they're so mad. It's it sucks being that big. He, he it's do... like, what's he gonna do? It's like if he slams his tail down, he's gonna hit the little girl too. Exactly. I don't know what his game plan is because he's clearly a smart snake if he understands language. Exactly. <laughs> and he communicates by nodding. He knows shit, man, and, and uh, I'm sure it's very frustrating. And uh, this, these guys in blue uniforms, um, one of them is the commander. He comes around, and and uh, he, he arrives on top of the roof of some random-ass building, and he talks to the general, and he, he decides he's going to go ahead and order. Uh, he wants to order an air attack to finally finish this fucking thing off. And it's so funny because he talks to the general, and he goes... <laughs> he tells the general, well, there's no one in that building, right, where the snake is? And the general goes, well, there shouldn't be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then someone and someone's like, our daughter's in there. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And Lieutenant and Detective Cho Chow is in yeah, there. <laughs> they gave Ting Ting's dad quite the wholesome voice, huh? He's like, yeah. uh, come on, man. My, my, dad, my daughter's <laughs> in there, man. Oh. And uh, Billy does a classic count to three or you die trick because uh, he's yeah. just sick of ding ding. One. And, yeah. He's just sick of it. And, he's and what point, happens here? Uh, which is kind of dark because he's pointing a gun in a child's face and he's like, I'm going to count to three and I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> I'm like, face. God damn. <laughs> ting ting will never sing sing again. <laughs> uh, she better group. sing sing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sing like a little bird. <laughs> Chow comes in to try to save the day, but for once he fails because uh, he seemed almost more powerful than than Ted Fast or uh, Ted was it Ted Fast? It's Ted Fast, yeah. Okay, uh, steadfast, Ted steadfast, Fast. Yes. How can yeah. I forget? <laughs> and he actually gets his gun taken away from him, and uh, Billy is pointing it at him, and he's like, "You dumb son of a bitch, you're gonna die too." And the little girl eventually grabs a. Uh, Chow's gun and point, points it at the back of Billy. Yeah, and she makes a rookie mistake because she points it directly into his back. And everybody knows if you're holding someone at gunpoint, you don't go within arm's reach of them. Because then know. they're just going to grab the fucking gun out of your hand. <laughs> Which is yeah. exactly what happens. Yeah, he goes for the gun, but it's just enough time for uh, Chow to, to grab, I guess, grab um, his gun. That was in his hand. And yeah, he kind of like ass. took it out of his hand when he turned around. Uh, so Ting Ting has witnessed a very close-up murder. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This girl is broken. Plus, they're probably deaf at this point 
because if that's like a oh, small shit. apartment room, you know, right. there's all these automatic gunfire happening right next to their her head. And you know what? That explains a lot, Candace, why she is so fucking loud. The why rest she's of the screaming every all she, the time? Yeah, she can't hear her own voice. It's like she has Bose headphones on the rest of this movie. And uh, we see the mil- military attacking Muchacho. And uh, we see the Chow g- give Ting Ting a piggyback ride out of the building, which is oh, fun. Oh, man. It, it, it's, it's like he's giving her... He, she's a human shield. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, sure, I'll carry you to make it faster. And then there's flames all around them. And instead yes. of protecting her, he puts her on his back. <laughs> so when the flames are rising up and looking at them, they're hitting her, not him. <laughs> and uh, it almost looks like they're just kind of holding a blowtorch close they to the do. lens. They do. It does not look like flames because they're coming at like angles and they're like straight flames. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so good. <laughs> they got, like, yeah, they got those little like kitchen torches for creme brulee. You know? <laughs> like, yes, exactly. And when I saw that, I was like, I like this movie. Like, that is some <laughs> cheesy ass shit I would have thought of. I'm like, yeah, let's just grab a couple of little torches and we'll just <laughs> put them in front of the lens. And so uh, Ting Ting starts losing her shit. She sees Mazda Miata out there getting <laughs> shot the fuck up. And uh, they just bombed the shit out of the poor thing. Uh, it's sad, actually. The, red, red, the the whole building falls all upon it. Oh, my God. The thing that finally kills him. Well, it's kind of sad because she's like, he, they're killing him. They're killing him. Make them stop. And I'm like, he can't. He's just a detective. He can't <laughs> call the military and be like, stop shooting that giant fucking snake that's killed thousands of people. Yes. Because <laughs> this little girl asked me to. But a plane smashes straight into the side of the snake's head. <laughs> and I literally laughed out loud when that happened. Because <laughs> you know. they're shooting, they're shooting, and then you see like this model plane slam into the side of this rubber snake's head, and that's what kills it finally. <laughs> Independence Day, you hacks. <laughs> so Teen Teen goes up to, to um, uh, Mazda, and it's kind of like watching Simba try to wake up Mufasa. Yeah. It's, it's you sad. You can't die. You can't be dead. You need to breathe. And she's yelling this, by the way. Yeah, she's screaming it. <laughs> she asked Dr. Lin to help uh, bring the serpent back. And she's like, well, little girl, this is life. That thing is dead as shit. <laughs> I can't yeah. do anything about that. A plane just crashed in the side of its head. It's it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is in a better place now. <laughs> And uh, we get one last little, uh, we get that one cool moment where Chow scolds the military, scolds the the, the general for the, doing this experiment. The general says, well, it's too late for all of those words, you dumbass. Yeah, and he then, says, your words are useless. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> yes, he's cold-blooded as fuck. The general, I couldn't tell if he was a good guy or a bad guy this whole movie. I think he's a bad guy. Really. I think he's a bad guy, yeah. And uh, Detective Chow just gives him a good solid right hook and he goes... That's for the innocent lives, you piece of shit. Yep. He gets right. his last last punch in. Yeah. You might not be able to kill him, you know, the general, but you can, you know, knock his clock. Yeah, and I think that the general took it like a champion, by the way. It looked like he didn't feel a thing. <laughs> we detect Chow's a little bitch. Detect <laughs> <laughs> Chow got a pretty... No wonder he's always keeping around the giant, all these guns and shit. He can't yeah. fight. Uh, and uh, this whole time, by the way, Ting Ting is just in the background crying like a son of a bitch. Like, it is just horrible. <laughs> uh, so then we get back to uh, to the different movie happening. <laughs> yeah, the, the other movie that was happening at the same time as this movie. <laughs> Ted Fass has finally found his way to Solomon. And uh, he's in his car and he's got a... Solomon has a 
buckle that kind of looks like it says rogue on it, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I didn't pay attention. <laughs> I know, I'm turning into fucking Tim. I'm just looking at all these details. Uh, and Solomon, uh, he, he brings out, out the gun, because Solomon can tell he's coming over. He's like, oh, this has to be Ted Fast. He comes, he tries to, uh, Ted Fast tries to hold up Solomon. He tells Solomon to drop the gun. He does. He throws the gun out of the car, but at the same time, he opens the passenger door and hits fast right on the fucking gut. <laughs> he dives out of his car crazy fast, grabs his own gun. Next thing you know, they're two feet away from each other, pointing the guns at each other's faces. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> I'm not doing an Asian thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that is. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, by saying that, it's uh, <laughs> Maybe they didn't I, think that before, but now they're like... Yeah, <laughs> I always trap myself. Damn it, bury my own grave. That's what they say. And uh, Ted Fast says, so "I don't know if you have this written down." What Ted Fast says to them while they're pointing each other's guns in their faces. He says, "Like we don't need guns," or something like that. Yeah. He well, he does like a classic kind of Western thing. He says, "Go on, shoot." Oh fuck! Yes, this is when. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "Are you serious?" He Make says, my tape. "Yeah." He, he literally says, go ahead, punk. Make my day. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to bring the classic Western over to Hong Kong, you know? It's good stuff. I'm pretty sure that was Dirty Harry. That's not a Western. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got the, it's got the grit of a Western. <laughs> I mean, it's got Clint Eastwood, but it's yeah. not a Western. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then... They, they do do the thing where they're like, you know what, let's do this without weapons. So they, they decide to duke it out, uh, which is the dumbest trope ever in most action oh, movies. Yeah. You know, where it's like, yeah, let's... It, honestly, I just covered um, Lone Wolf McQuaid, and that movie kind of ends in a similar way where they decide to fight it, fight it out. It, and it, There was this book... I'm sorry, I'm going to tell yeah, a no, short no. little story here. There was this book I read where the main character has this, like, rival in the military, and come to find out he's been you know, doing side work for the greater good. You know how that goes. And he ends up being the bad guy. And oh, so shit. the hero, like, gets him at gunpoint. And he's like, he's like, you don't need that gun. He starts taking off his armor. He's like, I've always wanted to see, you know, which one of us could take each other in a fight. Let's do this. Let's have our final stand. And she just shoots him. She's like, I'm sorry, I don't have time for that. <laughs> She's like, I got things to do. She just shoots him. <laughs> oh, that's epic. I love that. It's a smarter move to make. I it mean, is. It yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you. I have a gun in my hand. I don't have anything to prove. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, Ted Fast. He this guy kicks ass. He he takes care of Solomon pretty quick. He starts whooping his ass. And uh, right about this moment on the YouTube video, I don't know if this <laughs> yeah, happened to you. It did yeah. <laughs> but the recommendation thumbnails pop up, so you're just kind of trying to look beyond the little boxes. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? Uh, but I did kind of, after repeat viewings, what happens is Solomon, he has uh, Solomon, Solomon's back facing him. And Solomon kicks his leg back and hits, hits good old Ted Fast right in the yard balls. And uh, Solomon dives to go get his gun from the ground. But, uh, but Fast throws his beret real quick at his hand and it makes him shoot the, the shoot up in the, in the air. Yeah. And Solomon it, kicks it out of his hand. This flimsy cloth, uh... <laughs> This flimsy cloth beret, he tosses it, hits his hand, and hits it so hard that his hand just wildly flies up like, into the are air. Like, are like fucking Hong Kong berets lined in with metal? <laughs> yeah, they're lead. 
How did it move his entire arm up? I would just been like, stupid, and I shot. I would shot his ass. Like you're stupid. You threw your hat at me, bro. Maybe he was just so weak and tired from the fight. You know. Yeah. He's like, I. Uh, so he, so eventually, fast gets the best of him. Shoots him right in the chest. Pop, pop. Right in the chest, and then uh, he kicks up his beret in the air and grabs it <laughs> while in midair. Walks out of the scene like he's like, well, I'm done with this movie. And so is <laughs> yeah. the movie. Yeah, and that's it. Curtains. <laughs> Curtains, baby. Um, and as you all know, I do like to uh, do a little bit of a impression of some of the, the wonderful characters that we cover throughout, it, you know. Is it going to be uh, Mylar? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so I, <laughs> this is a segment I like to call Quick Impression. <laughs> Quick impressions. Get the formula. I will be in control of the world's food production. Think of the power I will have. Ha! Every nation on earth will bow to my will. Think of the power I will have. Ha! <laughs> Every nation on earth will bow to my will. All right, that is the quick impression. <laughs> I was moved. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. So, as you know, Candace, I do rate these movies by my favorite mustaches. You get the full Fu Manchu recommendation for a hell of a movie. You got the walrus recommendation for a pretty damn good movie. The uh, horseshoe mustache recommendation for, eh, not bad. And then you have the Hitler mustache recommendation, which is burn this movie in hell. What would you give this movie? I personally would give it a horseshoe. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, middling. I mean, it had some fun, dumb moments, but there was some real, real long dragging moments, too. <laughs> but I think if you're into kaiju movies, and if you're really into obscure movies, you'd probably rate this higher. You're right. I totally agree with you. I was thinking the exact same thing when I was trying to start... Usually right before the recording, I'll start thinking, I wonder what kind of rating I'm going to give this. Because sometimes it actually changes by the end of, of the episode. Yeah, once you talk about it and you're like, oh, I did like that. Yeah. Like my brother always does that. He can make the he could make a piece of shit look like gold. I don't know how <laughs> he does it. He's a good salesman. But in this uh, specific episode with you, I feel exactly the same as you. <laughs> I give this an upper, it's like almost close to wars i think if i saw this movie with like a ton of friends and we were drinking and just laughing at the good parts and yeah. talking over the bad i would probably be closer to walrus but yes it's a solid horseshoe but it's a it's a very highly recommended horseshoe i think everybody should check this out it's on youtube yeah it's free it's free just it's only it an watch. hour and 21 minutes you're right it's a pretty quick watch it's longer than it's shorter than this episode <laughs> yeah but I really wanted, you know, I was going to skip more, but I realized nobody would know what the fuck. I mean, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, it's too it's too weird and convoluted of a storyline. Um, so it's, I, it's, it's got it's a fun. plot. It does. It's Yeah, it's got a little bit of something there. And it's also kind of fun to talk about, to be honest. I had a good time talking about it. Um, so, yes, uh, definitely Horseshoe Mustache. Give this movie a watch. And, Candace, do you have anything to plug? Are you going to be on any episodes or have you been on any episodes of shows that people could check out? Well, like we had talked to the, I think in the beginning, about the grind bin. I'm on yeah. three episodes of that, one of which is my Patreon pick. And uh, I'm also on the Bloody Bits Horror Show three times now. <laughs> one of them is a Patreon <laughs> bonus episode. 
and I, th- I think it's going to be a reoccurring thing called the Candace Files. So oh, if you yes. want to if you want to give the Bloody Pits Horror Show podcast your money, you can hear me and Eddie and Tim talk about ghost hunting shows. Okay, so I need so I'm going to avoid bringing ghost stuff to my show. I will just try to jump on one of those recordings. Yeah, you should cuz yes. it's that first step. Ep- I don't know. Have you heard that first episode? I have not gotten to hear it. Oh yet, no. my god, you need to listen to it. It's so good. <laughs> And I, I'm be the, I will be somebody that can really follow along fairly well, and we could. I think it would be a lot of fun, because um, uh, I don't know how supportive Tim and Eddie are you are with you on this whole enjoyment of this kind of stuff. But... Oh, they they're pissed. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I love it. So you'll have someone on your team. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, them. they're like that doesn't make any sense, and I'm like, well, spirits do this. <laughs> like it's a science, and I know what I'm talking about. Like yes. anybody knows what they're talking about. <laughs> oh yes, I'm gonna come at it, and it's gonna piss them off as well. It'll be so much fun. I'll I'll hit them up later. But yes, go check out Candace. Obviously, you've listened to this episode, and you've made it this far because you're just one lonely son of a bitch. I don't even know how you're still listening, but I thank you for listening and go enjoy more of candace's voice and opinions and her pissing off eddie because it's funny (laughs) uh candace thank you so much for joining the show yep thank you hell yeah i'll talk to y'all next time bye thank you to all the mustachiosos out there supporting the show interact with the podcast on instagram twitter and now discord just click on the link in the show notes if you really love the show visit the shop on bonfire and get yourself a t-shirt Mustachio Podcastio is the weird uncle of the Podmoth Media Network.